Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. I'm on top of the world, looking down on creation. <laughs> you know, nobody we're, under 40 is going to know what that we're is. We're almost on top of the world. <laughs> Not quite. We weren't good enough for first place, but by golly... Our second place ceremony was wonderful, was it not? Are you talking about our new female vice president? Yes. Did you see her pageantry and parade for her second place trophy winning? (laughs) Would you not have done the same thing? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I have nothing wrong. I'm not negative at all. I would have been blinged out. All the pageantry. Yes. Yeah, she didn't have enough bling on for me. She She needed a little more bling. We could have blinged it out. I was very happy with the outfit choices. Michelle Obama looked badass. All the women looked amazing. I was a little worried about Lady Gaga's Hunger Games outfit. Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm sure it's a joke somewhere. They're, she's I like, think it's supposed to be a dove, like a bird of peace. I, it's not the Mockingjay. <laughs> But she made me want to get the pendant and start sporting it around town like I'm in a club. What district are you going to be in? (laughs) What's the most glamorous district? It's been such a long time since I've seen, read, anything like that. That was uh, my daughter's thing. She was obsessed with that, with the Hunger Games. I know. The book fair gave them how many, (laughs) like, dystopian novels during our kids? I just bet it's an inside joke somewhere. They were like, you know, it'd be funny if you wore the Mockingbird from Hunger Games. And Gaga's right. You know what? That would be funny. Let's just do it. I would have done it. I would have put some pink in my hair. I would have worn my hair coughed as though I was in the Hunger Game. Just for the Q people. Uh, Just for the Q people alone. I would do that. You know, I have a conspiracy theory about um, Kamala and... uh, her getting into the vice president's presidency. If she, if you say she gave Biden a BJ in the back of the limo, I'm going to be so mad. Is her name Monica Lewinsky? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> You've said it before. A woman will not be elected as president. You said before, it would be a trans woman before it would be an My personal conspiracy theory and 100% total belief. Yes. So let's say four years, eight years ago, they were like, you know what? We're never going to fucking get into office. Mm -hmm. What if we hitch our horse onto some old man who is not, I'm sure he's there, but I don't think he's all there. He's probably got a lot of handlers. Let's hit it. <laughs> well, you see how Ivanka <laughs> worked the last one, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hitch our ride. Yeah, he might last the whole four years. He might not, though. 
But that's going to be the only freaking way that a woman's going to be president. Ideally, she'll do it. He, ideally, they'll prop him up to two years and one day. And then at two years and one day, Kamala can become president and she will not have served out a full term. So therefore, she could run again for president, win president, and then also get another four years as president. So she could possibly have 12 no, 10 years in, I can't do math, 10 years <laughs> as a president. Well, I was counting in the other four years of the her president, but she would just be VP. But yeah, she could do that if she, two years in one day. And that's constitutional. My jury's still out on Kamala. I really don't, I haven't researched her. I really don't know that much about her. I am really being very very biased right now just because she has i'm just happy for that girl chromosome. power i find it very suspect that the party wanted nothing to do with her in the beginning and it was the year i mean again i'm on it again but it was the 100 year anniversary of women's right to vote they should have uh already the dnc should have already been like one of these females needs to get it I mean, we can run this angle, we can do whatever. How many females were running for president on the DNC part? And uh, plenty to choose from. that I can name. Well, but we I had know more. Um, who, Kamala Harris. Yeah. Tulsi but Gabbard. Tulsi. Uh, Klobuchar. Yeah, you're forgetting who got very, you're not, you're going with all the young ones. Who was the, are you going to Jared Bernie? Dean? What's her name? Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, Warren. So how many... She did it in for me with the whole Native American thing. There you go. Well, they all all have something. Because Kamala, you know, I mean, it's like, we're going to run. We're going to choose her after BLM. That's why they chose her. When Tulsi Gabbard would have been the much better choice, in my opinion. Way better if you wanted to have, you know, if you didn't have a particular agenda or if you're not virtue signaling or whatever the reason i mean you you want to uh get rid of the cops but yet you're gonna put somebody in office who was super hard on uh petty criminals but let major criminals go and you know she was an attorney general so she's gonna side more with, I guess, the law or whatever. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Who knows what she'll do when she gets there? Or the powers that be, the ones that really control everything, said, you know what? The natives are getting restless. If we don't put a woman in here in something, there's going to be an uprising. I, I can just feel it. It's coming. Well, what are they calling so, the natives? The American? Yeah. Yeah. Native Americans? Over I'm here? talking about just, it's just a figure of speech. You know what I mean? The yeah. natives are getting yeah. restless. I understand. With the poor, the the your basic American, they're getting restless because they're figuring stuff out that that we're doing. Well, they what they had to do is rally people who haven't voted or get people to vote differently than what they would have or what seems to be more progressive. And they definitely they could just my case in point they can't win run a female as president so 
they will have to do it underhanded or whatever. I just is so she the best we, person why can't for we the as job? women be just as underhanded? Well, I mean, you can't. There's a lot of people that are that that happens. I mean, what does that really get you it's just time. in life? The problem is we don't have the barrier. Men ha- the boys club is good about keeping their mouth shut and women don't usually. And that's the difference. Women will usually tell. And usually if there's a woman who doesn't tell, other women don't want her in the camp. So that's the hard that's the hard part. Whereas men have the ride or die. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Shaggy. Them watching you do it. Wasn't me. You didn't hear it. You always hear it after the fact. You never mm. hear it while it's happening <laughs> as I rant. <laughs> I rant. I feel very strongly about some things and I'm processing a lot, as you know. Yeah. You had a tragedy this week. Yeah, it was and I'm going, oh wow. It's a comedian, a young comic was murdered. So I'll just yep. say it. We're going to talk about. I'm it mad more. for you, and We're I didn't talk even know about this girl. more in depth. Right now, I'm still in the sads, you know, but I'm starting to really get pissed off. Here, I'll be mad for you. <laughs> be mad for because it is. It's ridiculous, and I get it. Uh, what makes it even more difficult is that there's not going to be any justice for her because. The murdering coward killed himself after he shot and uh, killed two people. One of them was hung on enough to be, you know, give the family hope for a few minutes. But he, you know, again, died. So snuffed out two lives without a care and then went and killed himself so that he wouldn't have to face any consequences of his actions yeah, because he felt so bad for stalking her for so many he didn't feel bad he just years. didn't want to be caught and you know, do the cons- sarcastic yeah. he just you know and yeah and he's the thing is is uh she was a co-worker of his uh she is uh or was everyone to the type of person you would be obsessed with because she was fucking wonderful and she lived authentically and she lived joyously and she wanted to give other people happiness. And, you know, and people complain about our youth in the young generation. And this being was magical. She was fucking 100% a magical human being. She was beautiful inside and out and turned him down. So just because she said no... I, I really, I'm not interested. He followed her from job. He worked at one job. She quit that job. Started this new job. He came over to work with her. She then made it super clear. I'm not interested in that kind of relationship with you. And because she's the type of person that's bright and has a light, is kind to everybody. People. I know guys don't listen to this. Some do. Well, they're not the ones that are fucking idiots we got to teach our women to right off the bat say i'm not interested don't be don't be afraid of being a bitch or being you can't even be kind anymore that's what's sad she was just kind to the guy treated him like a human being and therefore is that so insane that you automatically form an attachment because someone is nice to you don't live out the fucking netflix movie you 
There's nothing <laughs> fucking romantic about that. We need to bring our guest in here on this, too, yeah, because she's man. also a sociologist. Yes. <laughs> Which is nice. <laughs> we have a wonderful guest today. She's been a longtime listener. You didn't even get to rant. You're going to rant next time. I'm ranting. I'm ranting after after we introduce her. This is this is Amber. Hi, Amber. Hello. Do you want to chime in here on this man who decided that it's a boy still a boy? I mean, he's how old is he? I don't. Okay. uh, So what are we doing now? If they're they're boys, they're men. He's a man. They're men. Maturity wise, he's a. It makes me mad for you because this is the life that I grew up in. Yes. Where if somebody if if my mother said no, she either got beat up or she got shot for saying no. I'm not doing this with you. Well, and there's a I think there's a historical trend of kindness being a killer. Honestly, Uh, there's another podcast that I listen to, and one of their tags is "fuck kindness." Like there's there's such a vulnerability that we're able to express that like it really does put us in a place of danger and i i'm with you like why should we have to give that up like i'm the kind of person that goes out of the way to be kind to other people is something that's really important to me and to have to consider that as being something that could get me murdered is just unreal it's incredible i'm the type of person that just recently, maybe since the since I met my daddy and he's made me this better person, that I am more kind to people. In the past, I was a really big bitch and I don't care to say it. It was to keep me safe also mm. because being kind, like you said, gets you in trouble a lot. Right. Because some men just don't know how to take the fucking hint. Mm-hmm. And it takes it takes violence pretty much to get them to see that. You know, um, Daddy and I were watching this movie called Homefront. It's on Netflix right now. It's got a Jason Statham in it, who's mm-hmm. hot, by the way. That's the only reason I, I watched like it. I feel like I've seen this if it has Jason Statham. So there was there was a scene in it where his 10-year-old daughter, the bully at school, took her hat and she asked him twice to give it back. And when he didn't and pushed her, she kicked him in the face mm. and uh, bloodied his nose. Mm-hmm. And the mom of the boy is like all on her, like, eh, I can't believe you did this to my son. And blah, blah, blah. Jason Statham, who's the father, he's like, I'm just teaching her how to defend herself. She asked twice. Yep. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't do it. So what do you got to do? Clock yeah, you got to. Yeah, you got to kick him in the damn face. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was in middle school. I, I again, I'm a very kind person. I don't consider myself to be violent. But uh, in middle school. A female friend of mine, who I was very loyal to, um, was kind of, I could see her talking to a guy in, like, the corner of the classroom, and I could tell that she was telling him no and telling him no. I couldn't tell what they were even talking about, necessarily, but I could see her getting uncomfortable and him not taking the hint, and I went over and kicked him in the shin and was like, (laughs) leave my friend alone. And I got in school suspension for it because he went and told on me for kicking him in the shin. And I just think that's so interesting. Like, she was pushed to the limit where a friend felt the need to intervene, and that's what was punished. Yeah, I wonder where he is today. I wonder if he learned his lesson. He's a personal trainer. <laughs> right? 
power complex. <laughs> so that brings me to what are we going to do for the mental health of these men? There was another mm-hmm. movie that I had been watching, and I know I'm on the movie kick right now, but uh, it's on Hulu. It's called Spree. It's about this Uber driver who you could tell uh, his life was not that great. He he feels entitled, I guess, as a guy and as an Uber driver to just go around and and kill people. And it made me think of this guy's mental health. And yeah, it's just a story, mm-hmm. but it's based on somebody who actually did this. Well, there, there are a lot of serial killers, you know, yeah. that and, and the safety reports out on Uber and Lyft and these rideshare programs are terrifying. Uh, as a female who used to work for those companies, uh, once I saw those reports and after um, a sort of violent incident that occurred to my spouse, um, we we decided to leave those companies and, and not look back. But all because he was a nice guy. Right. You know, I'm a yeah. nice guy. Mm-hmm. You should at, give me what I want because yeah. I'm, I'm being nice to you. I'm just being nice to you. That was Bundy's M.O. Ted Bundy was a very nice guy. He was a very handsome guy. For back in then, people thought it was wild. My whole life changed when they picked up Ted Bundy in Pensacola, Florida. I was 14, long hair. My family, like, was just reeling from it because it was, you know, three or four blocks away from where we lived. And so uh, that was, my mom was big time into serial killers. She was a trip. That's what our podcast would be about if she was alive. (laughs) It would be all serial killers. Hell yeah. So, you know. Well, it wasn't our intention to talk about this today. And we will talk about this more in depth. But I want to get to our guest and talk about lighthearted daddy shit. Yes. Yes. Definitely. It just happened that she's a sociologist and it worked. Because I do think they need mental health help Except the problem is, if they don't identify that they have an issue or Mm. admit that they have an issue, you don't know. You don't know what people are thinking or what they are doing or what they're capable of because there are some people who have crushes or whatever on people and they're unrequited and they're harmless. They're like, they know, I'm never going to see them, but they still go out of their way. They're going to be super nice to you, whatever. It's just, it's the same as pit bulls. Do you put down all the pit bulls because a couple of them turn? So that's the hard part. No, but you damn sure better put down the pit bull that turns. I'm just pissed because he did it to himself. You know, he knew, he knew what was going to happen. Like there is no way the parade of people that come out and just unassuming, you know, super funny. We're talking about a kid who had maybe, you know, she just didn't do Facebook but yet she's wanting to be a comic and a famous writer and all that and had less than 200 friends on her Facebook and maybe did stuff. She put out real work and not just pander for attention. Yeah. I mean, she was just a super genuine person and he knew somebody comics alone are so mentally unstable. Somebody would have snapped. It wouldn't have hurt my feelings to choke a math to death, you know, <laughs> only half to death. That way I can only do half the time. I think social media has a really big part in it as well. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Because that movie that I was talking about, his whole thing was he just wanted to go viral. He just wanted to go viral. He just he just needed attention from somewhere. Yeah. You could tell his parents weren't giving him, giving him enough attention. He was being turned down by girls. Just, just your classic incel 
mm-hmm. type person. You know, brats. <laughs> brats without a place to channel it. <laughs> we want attention, even if it's negative attention. <sighs> So speak for yourself, brat. Right? Somebody got in <laughs> trouble for being a brat. Yeah, that brings us to we have a we've got a new segment now <laughs> with along with our questions that we always ask. We can ask we we can ask Amber the basic our basic questions because we are uh, dying to hear all about her. She's fun. But our new segment is what did you do to get in trouble this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I was being really bratty and like trying to get some attention from my daddy while he was doing some pretty important work this week <laughs> and ended up having to write a letter about the things that I would do to make it up to him whenever I saw him this weekend. Ooh, I don't like those punishments oh, at all. When you have to put it in your own hands, it's ugh, right. So I decided that I was going to kneel on my knees and let him have free use while I was kneeling and, uh, you know, get back to regular terms after the fact. And so he leaves me on my knees with a webcam on for 20 minutes to go pick up dinner and is like checking in on me and making sure that I'm not cheating. (laughs) But it was awesome. I'm not going to lie. I really liked it. Even if it was a punishment. (laughs) My knees are sore. I'm not... I expected my knees to be sore. I did not expect my hips and my thighs to be as sore as Mm -hmm. they are from that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was quite an endurance test. It was interesting. Yeah, definitely. I would have cheated. It was hard. (laughs) I wanted to a couple of times. I would have too. Cheated as well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see if I'm smarter than than the camera. Well, now that you mention it, I did go down onto my calves a couple of times to just like relieve my knees when he told me not to move a muscle. So I did cheat a little. Did he notice though? If he did, he let it slide. He did give me a little smile about it when I mentioned like going down on my calves for a second but see my daddy would do some kind of dumb shit like tell me that and then the camera wouldn't even have batteries (laughs) wouldn't even be on yeah it's so he wouldn't have a clue he wouldn't know and then it'd just be like did you no it's so cool because it's <laughs> it connects it, to it his cell happen. phone, mm-hmm. and so he had it with him the whole time. But it's also mm-hmm. like you can have interactive voice, yeah, back and forth. Yeah, that's how ours are. It you was can. really cool. Hey, We're it. not with the 21st century right now. We don't have any of that. <laughs> that's why I asked when he comes down at just the right time. Are you? watching us while we're doing this but i don't see any no, lights I, blinking he or anything here's us outro and that's when he comes down yeah i know and he put a he puts on a timer i know i know what he's doing so gail what did you do to get in trouble this week i didn't get in trouble this week <laughs> you didn't I'm a good girl <laughs> you a damn law <laughs> I, I never get in trouble <laughs> what did i didn't really no we went out of town you're the one who got in trouble. I mean, I it was very, very brief. I don't get in trouble. I don't. Because so I know surprised. how to fucking behave. He was so surprised. <laughs> so we went on a trip and uh, my daddy said, okay, you need to call me when right when you get there. Okay. We got there. 
I forget because I'm an old woman. I forget a lot of stuff. I knew I was going to call him eventually, but I wanted to see where we were going first. Yeah. That was more important. Yeah. Plus, you're driving and it's dangerous to yes. worry about your phone. So I can't remember if he called me or I called him. I'm pretty sure I called him. He's like, you were supposed to call me right when you got there. He called you. He did. <laughs> I'm yes. sorry, Daddy. You I'm sorry. We were just so excited to get here. He's like, oh, okay. And then it's completely you, forgotten about. You had so much drama going on on the way. <laughs> Who could remember to call your daddy? <laughs> I was good about that. Now I got a lecture about not creating stuff. But does that really get in trouble? <laughs> yes, for me, it's not creating, not creating, creating content, any content. Yeah, I got compared to you this week. What when he does that? And <laughs> I tell him like, not to do that. That's I, not. It's well, not nice. I it say doesn't all help the time. Anything. I just said I'm not in competition with Braddy. Besides, I would win. <laughs> You said that just to irritate me, just so I could go, okay, we all know who the real winner is, but it's okay. We're winning at different uh, races or different events. Well, yeah. We're like field day. You may really be good at the 40 yard dash, and I may really be good at the ring toss. I don't know. Correct. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're still thriving against each other. I don't take it that way. Isn't that such a fucking men thing to do? Don't you hate that when they do it? Ugh. Right? Why aren't you like your friend over here? Oh, well, I just saw Mrs. So-and-so, and she's well, she's tending to her garden out there. How come we don't have a garden? How come we don't have this? How come we don't have that? Don't fucking do that to me. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, pay don't. any attention. Because that's the surefire way for me to go, you know what? I ain't doing anything then. <laughs> right? See what Absolutely. happens. <laughs> See what happens. I quit. I quit. Yeah. See no. what happens when the floors don't get mopped and the kitty that litter that doesn't get motivated uh, out. For yeah, me. that See what happens. He just—it was funny though because he was making the point in the lecture and flips open his phone and you had like three right in a row came up on both of our timelines, which is almost impossible to do. Like statistically not going to happen, but it was both at the same time, I think is when you posted it. And I was like, yeah, cool. (laughs) I'm not an everyday poster though. I have to plan. Whatever. I have to plan to post, to post stuff. I had to plan to to make stuff. And yeah, I'll just do, put it all out at one time and just be done with it. Crap every day. I post, there's something every day. It's just not always about the podcast. It's just different things. It's either about comedy or Whatever. Anyway, I didn't. F- I don't feel the competition, and I'm either. just like. And we have so many other things you. to worry about in this world. I am mm. not going to compete with another woman that's, over some kind of bullshit. Man brain. That's what they think that we all do. It's weird. I know? love you, and I know parents that, do that too. That you're succeeding to their kids all the time. You're succeeding in other. Yeah, things. I got a method. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> What's sad is I kind of feel sad for my daddy because I would have been a much better baby brat had he gotten me five years earlier, maybe. But, you know, I live too much time, too much life between the years when I was really into everything. And then this, I mean, you know, significant emotional events changed that part. So... I can appreciate that. Um, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, in theory, that's a great idea. But fuck no, don't do 
<laughs> so Amber, you said that you have a daddy. Yes, I feel so. like I willed him into existence. So that's a great segue. Yeah, tell us your dynamic. Yeah, so I I'm married. I have a spouse who is not my daddy. Uh, I am Polly. And so, oh, well, now we're just <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so my husband is monogamous. He and I share a home together. And about a month ago, I guess I met my current daddy. Um, so very fresh. We're in a very exciting time. Yeah. Oh, she's That's got the, the NRE going on oh, yes. right now. So I was looking mm-hmm. for these earrings in a drawer, and I found all of the like the stack of Amazon. Like, enjoy your gift slips that come with my wish list items. And it's ridiculous for just a month to see, like, all of these things. I'm so spoiled already. Is this a long-distance dynamic? Yeah, so he lives about an hour and a half away. Uh, We met on an app, uh, Field, F-E-E-L-D, just randomly mm, found all this of these app, apps. right? Yeah. Thank God for millennials. Uh, so no, this <laughs> this app, it's awesome for folks in the lifestyle because it it really lays out for you like where people are in in their relationships, like if they're single, if they're looking to play as couples, what what their interests are. You can do like group messaging. Anyway, it's fantastic. Check it out. Um, and he and I ended up connecting at a time where I was kind of taking a break from the app because I hadn't really made any connections that I was super interested in. In in like a separate path in my life, I'm I'm also kind of looking into my energy and how to manifest things and work in um, the community in a helpful way. And I worked with a spiritual healer um, who like noticed some like bound up energy in me that needed some releasing. And so these two things like kind of culminate at the same time. And I don't know. It's just been really magical for like the past month of my life. (laughs) Have you always been in the lifestyle? No. So I was pretty, um, I would say I was pretty uh, like suppressed in my sexuality until probably my late twenties. I had gotten married uh, around 25 and that, that marriage was a disaster. It was abusive and just really horrible. Um, And I wasn't getting the things that I needed out of it. So I left and um, that was the first time that I had ever really kind of been by myself, like been on my own, paid my own bills, had my own place had my own pet (laughs) and that freedom that like popped this bubble for me where I was like let's explore everything and that's where I met my first daddy um who I thought was good until I met my current one (laughs) um but it, it was just it allowed me a space to kind of explore what I was interested in sexually, but also like a safe space to be vulnerable after this really awful trauma- traumatic marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I had that daddy for maybe six months or so um, and transitioned into a thruple, <laughs> uh, exploring more of like the poly side of my interests. And that was a thru- uh, I was involved with a male and a female at that time. 
And she and I actually ended up dumping him <laughs> and becoming a couple <laughs> for a few months <laughs> before we decided to call it quits. So yeah, I've just kind of explored... I took that time to explore what I really wanted. In the meantime, found my current spouse and came into that relationship, you know, with everything on the table. Like, this is who I am. I am a bisexual female who enjoys being with multiple people. I have a lot to give and I expect a lot out of people. So (laughs) to expect you as one partner to fulfill me is ridiculous. Like how do you feel about that? And he, he has pretty horrible social anxiety. Um, I wouldn't say that the lifestyle is necessarily for him. He has his own kinks that we explore together, but having a partner who really appreciates me and allows me the space, uh, without a lot of jealousy to fulfill myself in other ways is pretty amazing. Do you and And your husband have a dynamic? So my husband and I um, have kind of a complicated sex life. Don't have a lot of intimacy in that way. Um, So we have intimacy in other ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But our sex life is pretty limited for health reasons. And so he and I tend to enjoy... I'm really big on developing content with people who I like play with. And so I'll bring that back and we enjoy that together, like in safe ways for us. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Make your own videos and then come back and. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And mutually masturbate to them. Uh, (laughs) Do you have any rules between you and your husband since he is monogamous and you are poly? Is there just some basic ground rules there or are you free to do what you please some people they don't want to know anything about it mm-hmm. and then some people are like yeah you just tell me every, every everything detail. sure yeah. yeah he's definitely more of the former he the really big ground rule for him is he he really appreciates his private space um and so for us not having playmates come or my daddy mm-hmm. come to our home right reasonable um, yeah, yeah that is that's a deal breaker um but other than that it's always been like even if i come to him and say is it okay if it always is answered by don't ask tell me like tell me that that's what you're gonna do mm-hmm. like you know, it's not about me giving you permission to fulfill that part of you. Which and is that really takes cool. the pressure off. If you were to, that takes the pressure off them, say, of giving you permission. Like, yeah, I don't have to give her permission, but I guess that's what she needs. Well, and because than, I'm such a good, good girl, when yeah. he does that, I'm like, okay, I have that, you know, I don't have to you worry have that about relief. that. Yeah, because he's, you know. He's not going to tell you, well, I would rather you didn't do any of this. You right. Know? <laughs> but since you need this, whatever. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But honestly, especially during the pandemic, it's been really nice to have a, a safe space to like go away from home because I have been working from home mm-hmm. uh, since March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I am immunocompromised, so I don't go out of the house very much. Um, And so not only does it give me space to do things for myself, but, you know, he has hobbies, too. He has things that he likes to enjoy without me nagging to, like, turn the shit down or stop screaming at video games. (laughs) So it, it is a mutual 
uh, opportunity to just have some space and, you know, distance and space makes the heart grow fonder, I suppose. Mutual understanding. It's like you've gotten the old part of marriage out of the way in the beginning. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> we're going to be friends and... <coughs> You know, like we started, <laughs> it really is, and he's he seven years older than me, so he's in his mid-40s, I am in my mid-30s, so I'm like, you know, a little bit on a different uh Yeah, you're, scale. you're in your prime right yeah, now. Exactly. You're, you're finally figuring yourself out. Exactly, and he is so, like, aware of that, which is really helpful, you know, again, with not feeling guilty that That's I need That's because he's meat. older as well. Yeah. He's older and yeah he sounds like he's a sensual person as well i have a lot of younger friends you do as well gail Mm -hmm. and when they come up with the the problems that they're having i just it just takes me back yeah i can remember being in my 30s and having those same problems (laughs) it's gonna pass honey it's gonna be okay right yeah 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 and we we approached marriage i think with a lot more cards on the table than maybe a lot of people do um, I had already been married. He, this was his first marriage, but he had a son that he was bringing into the relationship. We, we always kind of came at the relationship as friends first. Uh, we dated for months before we would even say that we were in a relationship. So, so some of our health problems actually led to us being married more than a romantic tie. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we. I think that we have a different appreciation for marriage, a uh, different understanding of marriage, maybe, mm-hmm. than a lot of people in my generation, I would say, bring to it. Because in my first marriage, it was totally traditional. Like, I wanted to be my mom and dad. I wanted mm-hmm. uh, to have kids. Mm-hmm. I wanted everything, right? Have my cake, eat it too. And it was just about expectation management and finding something that is sustainable for a lifetime commitment and just being realistic about it, I think. Mm-hmm. What you want. I think that the younger generation is a little bit better at articulating what they want or what they expect. Agreed. I think Agreed. that we've had a harder time with it because of the fact that as a Gen X or growing up, our parents in general, not all parents, just like not all whatever. Our parents in general wanted us to have a better life than whatever their life was, whatever they had. And a lot of them were rebuilding, you know, after World War II, there were salad days, you know, everybody, there's a job, everybody seemed to have a job. They came out of the Great Depression, they remembered when nobody had jobs, They, you know. Uh, so we've got the cusp of that, of be grateful for what you have, this is your spot. You know, as a matter of fact, a lot of uh, my generation kind of reverted back during the 90s to that 50s housewife Mm. appeal after my mom had burnt her bra and Norma Mm -hmm. raided up so that we could have equal, quote unquote, you know, that's the thing. Again, as women, the same battles over and Mm -hmm. over and Mm -hmm. over and over the divorcees that hit 30 and ended up being like, there is more to this Mm -hmm. than wiping asses and runny noses and making sure the dinner's on the table. And you see people doing things. And so 
what's wild though but once you do have the children though you have to you have to take care of the children Mm -hmm. you can't just be like i've well i'm tired of wiping asses i'm tired of all this i'm just gonna give it all up no unfortunately you are tied to that child at least till 18 correct to should be to raise them as a responsible adult but during this time we let half of that two-part system get away with just tipping out and not doing anything Mm -hmm. and so leaving it for one person or the grandparents or whatever and moms have tipped out too there have been many moms that just like i'm done you can have it you know i mean it sucks but people need to remember and that's the thing we eradicated the responsibilities that came with our rights. Yeah, I think we, we yeah. eradicated the choice of childbearing a lot, too. There's so much pressure on women to just, that's what you do. You have children, and then you deal with the repercussions of that later. It's getting better, though. Well, yeah, Is it? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I at your it, age, a lot of people, I know several people that have gone into marriage with a tubal, mm-hmm. Uh, young that have said no we don't want to we're making the choice not to have kids so the husband's gotten the vasectomy some yeah some of them have gotten uh tubals I, just in our friend group alone i can name four people that I have, have clarity. made conscious choices and they're not you know they're early 30s still. yeah I had the clarity in my second marriage of of doing that for sure. But in my first marriage, I I mean, I didn't have the conversation with myself until after my first marriage. You know, what what the fuck am I doing? Basically, like, you are headed in a direction where your career is going to be very demanding of your time and energy and money. You know, you're going to be going in this direction. But you're also like feeling at least a biological pull, if not more (laughs) to produce children and, and do, do this role. And so for, I mean, I had to have this really, really honest conversation with myself of why am I having children? Why would I? And for me, it came down to legacy. It could be different for other people, but for Mm -hmm. me, it's like, you know, pushing your bloodline forward, having those values, um, Mm -hmm instilled in other people to continue into you know traditions etc and for me I, I decided that I could do that with my career and with my community work um, and so that's where I chose to invest my time and energy and such but I you know I could have easily been the mom that checked out in my first marriage because when that busted apart it was clear to me that I didn't have I didn't have the ability to be the incredible mom that a child would deserve who could do it all because i've mm-hmm. seen moms that that can do it all and they're fulfilled by that <laughs> somehow i'm sure coke helps right right <laughs> right no coke in the morning valium at night oh there you go okay. your uppers and your downers yeah. and your in-betweeners <laughs> i have four daughters and at least two now they're young you know, they're 25 and 21, they may change their minds as they get older or as that clock starts ticking, but they are emphatic. No, you're not going to get any grandchildren out of us. I'm like, okay. Hmm. One is her career is going to be very demanding and um, she just wants to be with her cats and... (laughs) 
in her own little house and have her own little space. And That's she a dream life. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't want to be responsible for someone else, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's the ones that say, "I don't want to be responsible after you've already done it and you've already got." You know, yeah. you've already got somebody that you have to take care of. Yeah, that's an, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then my other one, I think that she I'm just speculating. I think that she looks at her childhood, which was not the greatest. And she does not want to subject a child to what could possibly be. So she that's doesn't want to have children. Fair. Absolutely. I have two other daughters. I already have a grandchild, which I am very, very happy with mm. just having the one, you know, Godspeed. Right. My daughter says she's never having her own children, but she has stepchildren. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which you could grow to love just, if you already don't, grow to love just as much. Absolutely. My stepson fulfills all of the things that I was seeking in motherhood, but with less pressure to perform, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, and you didn't have to change diapers. Right? (laughs) Yeah, he came in at 11, so I was like, yes, I can do football games and video games. that's the best time to start parenting. You might have to deal with... You might have to deal with crusty socks. But oh, it's oh my gross. gosh. Buy that old it's person's gross. picker up grabber. I'm not even kidding. We need that a shower a intervention in the biggest way. Yes. This kid is crusty. They're gross. They are so gross between then and say, all the time. Actually, it just starts then. Mm. But I'm not even kidding. One of those old man claw, old woman claw grabbers, grippers, everything's... That's a hot TV tip. store. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. You're going to love it. It'll be great. I know it's not good. You should bend over and for everything else, sure. But I wouldn't even, that way you're three feet distance from yeah. it. And put it in his own little receptacle because it doesn't matter. And then give him towels that he can use and yeah. you'll know. And just be like, look, I know. I know. <laughs> See this? See yeah. this crunchy There's spot no shame. I'm not shaming never you. never coming out again. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right. You feel the difference? Soft, soft. Right. <laughs> okay? It doesn't ever come out again. Yeah. That's good. Ad- you know? Yeah. I need to give so. him. The only, the best piece of advice I've given him so far is to find a life partner that he doesn't mind talking about bathroom stuff with because like 70 to 80 percent of marriage is like how i gotta pee are you in the shower like he's he's 13 now yeah tell him yeah sure that's what the marines tell him pee on their feet to (laughs) from having athlete's foot right so apparently it kills athlete's foot i don't know works for me i just pee on my feet (laughs) so you're in there might as well might as well Sweet. Thanks for all the hot tips to get to my son. Yeah, that's what I've heard from every every single dude that military guy, and there have been several, um, have told me that they pee on their feet. It's nice to have an explanation. So I want to hear about you and your daddy and how that relationship has come about. Yeah. Uh, you said that you met on an app. And um, just tell me a little bit about that, because I see your face light up when you talk about him. Yes, uh, (laughs) I'm very happy. So we talked for quite a bit um, in the app. There's messaging uh, service, so you don't have to, like, give your phone number out right away, which I really appreciate, you know, going back to safety that we were talking about earlier. And I had 
uh, the opportunity to have a space to myself for a couple of weeks around the holidays. And he came down to visit me a couple of times. I guess I've been up to see him a couple of times. So he is married uh, and they are both poly. They have kind of different, you know, different ground rules, obviously, for their relationship. Um, So his home is uh, where we will like visit while we're Mm -hmm. together up there. So it's been pretty equal in that uh, regard. And that feels really nice (laughs) because it's not like, you know, chasing after somebody or feeling like you have to nag them to come, come to see you, especially Mm -hmm. in a long distance relationship. So uh, after spending, you know, some time together after a few visits, we had uh, this weekend was our first time having a sleepover. And that was amazing. It was really nice. Uh, We had talked about, uh, like, negotiating a contract then, but, you know, you have all these plans and there's so many hours in a day. Uh, So I actually received his his part of our contract today in my email and added my touches and nerded out in Microsoft Word. reviewing and and commenting and sent that back to him this morning and you've been dating a month uh yeah right around or well seeing each around other a month. month and a half yeah what do you think about that does that make you excited do you does feel it, like do you want to renegotiate your contract oh. with your daddy <laughs> it actually makes me a little nervous to be honest does it not, yeah you are yeah. getting old and anxious <laughs> I am. why what makes you nervous about it i had a long distance dom that you know within a month in i thought yeah it, it's great it's awesome now the parameters were a little different um he was married but i didn't know didn't know that there there wasn't a lot of transparency at mm. first but as you go down the line and you start researching people and you start talking more and knowing more of their interests and you start doing your own little investigating you find out that things aren't so great you're in nre right now new relationship energy a hundred percent yeah you know what that is can't deny it yeah hundred a hundred and ten (laughs) percent and you're right on the fact that i do miss that Uh, i miss that but we've been together for nine years Mm -hmm. and that it's not going to come back you got to create your a new energy for that a new new relationship energy or lots that. of drama <laughs> <laughs> my daddy doesn't like drama right. it, just, it just it just makes me a little nervous for you Go i don't want it. your bubble to burst like right. you, you look so happy right now and i've been in your position and i'm like i really really hope that this goes fantastically like, for her i want to be excited for you but i'm just not oh <laughs> no i'm excited for her yeah. but i don't want it I don't want to meet her in a couple of months ago. Man, that was fucking shit right well, there. Well, right? we'll know. I know. We'll know. So here's the reason. We'll do an Okay. We have a very transparent communication. Um, it, it's actually one of the best things I would say about us is how open we are with each other. Um, and... I don't have, like, I don't know. I just don't feel pressure to have to hide anything, and he doesn't either, so that's really nice. <laughs> um, with the contract, it 
it was so ex- it's exciting. <laughs> it's it was so exciting for me. It was exciting for him. I think we're just really nerdy in that way. Mm-hmm. He he's the kind of daddy that likes to get letters and you know read yeah. read things. So um, Bill would like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either. My daddy that. wouldn't care for that. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. the perfect little baby. I know. I, I try. Well, you know, I don't is the cool thing is like I I really enjoy that behavior and performing that behavior for someone who appreciates it. And I think yeah. that that is what. Yeah. That's what really does it for me. Yeah. Because I, I it's definitely the, the case that I am less of a good girl outside of that relationship and you know this that's a cool thing about it for me is you know being with my daddy also gives me a space to kind of take a break and and only have to worry about doing one thing which is pleasing him Um, because in my day job and other extracurriculars like I am a pretty powerful person I'm the breadwinner in my marriage and so you know just having that place to just not have to plan in my mind and you know just do what I'm told it's really nice (laughs) very nice yeah yeah huge female energy is what you bring to your everyday life Mm. and then your playtime is about doing what somebody says yes so I dig that yes I did I have a hard time having that's I prefer it more in play and not in a lifestyle oh absolutely it's really nice not to think whereas Mm -hmm. that's why I wonder because you've lived the lifestyle for so long with your female energy and your growth mine is about him taming me (laughs) more so than submitting he knows I'm going to have a really hard time with the submission Mm -hmm. part but instead of rewarding me with a wonderful spanking or whatever, I get some old man lecture where I want to stab myself in the head with a pen. <laughs> I may have fantasies. Whereas Braddy ha- is definitely a service. She's an amazing, she's really, as far as Braddy, she's not. It's as, just in, the name. <laughs> well, I think you're a fun Braddy. You definitely like to stir potster and you know, cause trouble, but not necessarily anti-female trouble. She Mm -hmm. may have a long time ago, whatever, but she's realized. Mm -hmm. But now her strong feminine energy is coming up. And how hard is it for you when there's things that you've done forever? And then you're just like, (laughs) (laughs) like, and you're just like, you know, things that you just, and I know you got to walk a fine line because I know people listen that love us. And that's part of the, <laughs> part of the problem with things. But like, do you want to renegotiate your contract? Do you find, like, what would that be? I don't think we have to negotiate our contract because things are, I mean, it's already set in stone. I know the rules. He knows the rules. We don't have to have a contract. Right. There. Well, see, now you're married. And mm. so. Yeah. And uh, that was another thing, too. I didn't want to be married. I remember. I didn't, yeah. I didn't <laughs> feel like the day of the wedding. I was like, you know, we can still like have the ceremony. You know, we just don't have to go 
take the paperwork down to the courthouse. It's all good. Right. Like, no, no, no. If I want, he has a vision of what he feels like the perfect DS dynamic is. And in his vision, that is to be married mm-hmm. and to be lawful, you know, lawfully yeah, married. That way it's undefiled. He can do as he wants. He doesn't, though. Like, he, <laughs> if it was a different Dom, I would probably have a really big problem. But since Danny is so, he's so the opposite of me, and he just, he absorbs my energy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that he really cares about that <laughs> about the big feminine Protocol energy isn't not that big of a deal to him yeah or he's it, it is but only in public well yeah all right yeah okay that's parenting 101 yeah. your kids are supposed to be able to be wild <laughs> as hell at your house your house is supposed <laughs> to be a free space yes for your kids but I if mean, we go out yes by golly <laughs> i know i'm a good parent if other people compliment my parenting yes Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, your kids are so good. Yes. <laughs> Thank That's you. a win yes. for me as a mom. And yes. by golly, yes. Yep. Or you you face the wrath at home and they go, Yeah, yeah, cool. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Compliments <laughs> abound. The the big <laughs> the big pussy energy is getting bigger though. Yeah. And I can see him be annoyed with me That's, when I Well when I, like it was brought to your attention. <laughs> You didn't ask me to do this. And so that's what I was wondering. Like, ooh, you didn't ask, Daddy, if you could go I, out of town. Yes, we are at the point oh. at our relationship where I am not asking for things like I should. That I'm just assuming that everything is okay. Um, that big feminine energy. What? That is completely my fault. It is completely my fault. Now, I will say, if it's not enforced, you know, consistently, uh, is it a rule? I'm, I'm, I'm going to slide think that a little I, bit. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm going to do whatever rule? the fuck I want to do. Thing is, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Like, I would just be bad because you like to be punished. I would just be an ass one day. I just can't believe, like, there's nothing that will allow you to do that. You can never be an ass to my daddy, though. See, you could He would see, just be like, couldn't. oh, so you just didn't feel, oh, you didn't feel like doing the dishes today? Hmm, okay. My OCD daddy's like, damn it, you did the dishes? Now what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't even get that. So yeah. I had to ask him one day, if you came home and the bed wasn't made and things were, you know, nobody was home and our bed was not made, what would you do? And he go, I would be one calling your phone immediately, if not maybe calling the police. Yeah, there you I go. I mean, that's just how much he knows me and he... Yes, consistent. I'm a good girl. Yes. He doesn't have to worry. He trusts me. That's the biggest thing yes. right there is yeah. that he trusts me. Mm-hmm. And if I say I'm going on a trip with Gail to to this place, he'll be upset with me that I didn't ask. Well, yeah. What yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. What are, what are we going to do? Right? <laughs> <laughs> You would think. Are we going to this trucker stop and get it would be well get some strange? I don't no. know. We should on the next trip. <laughs> not get strange, but see if they have glory holes. Oh my mind. Men's bathroom. But will we be in trouble? Taking pictures by the glory hole. 
next time on what did you do to get what in trouble you do to this get in week? Trouble? Like, what's your inbox look like? Yeah. Yeah. Are you still yeah. on that app? Are you, are you oh, still on the app? Or you have people? I forgot all about you? the app because you're in NRE right now in every wild world. So yeah. here's the thing: the app is kind of it's installed, but meh. Um, I'm not really checking it. Uh, however, there are playmates that I had prior to my daddy that are still in the picture, of course, with daddy's permission. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's still some like sexting going on of the videos with daddy being shared, you know. I don't know. I think that a uh, big bush energy is coming back. Mm. And uh, I used to be the person that like just tip top shaved all the time. Yeah. And right now it looks like, you know, the Amazon rainforest right now mine doesn't and even grow down there I've no done it so i had long. grown it back care. to see if that was the case because mm-hmm. i've read that that's a sign of diabetes and to see Diet if there was controlled. any gray hairs in there yeah and there's and not there, you it's, don't have any well you're no, blonde she's still nice and full and nice. but she's very coarse though mm. very coarse mm-hmm. so i was just curious to see what happened but i bet that big bushes are back I think they somebody, come back. somebody well, wants to see a big old bush. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of that on there. I mean, anything you want to look at, really, <laughs> whatever might. Reddit. That's as where I found as... the real people. Yeah. Yeah. I love Reddit. Yeah. I don't go there group. for that. It's been so much fun, Amber. Oh, it's been wonderful. Thank you for having me. Dream and, come true. And <laughs> That's hilarious it to is. us. I'm fangirling so here. hard. I've just been sitting over here before we started just like <laughs> gleaming at all, like giggling at everything. So wild. Because I just... Humbling. I don't know about you, but I've had a really tough uh, FOMO and kind of imposter week oh, with I myself. Oh, I imposter syndrome all the time. And then someone said to me, Kale, you're doing it. So therefore, you're not an imposter. We're doing it. So I know, we're not I imposters. Have to, yeah. I mean, how well, how not so well, whatever. But we made a commitment to do it. And we're literally at half a year episodes. That's wild to me. And it's, I know. I've just had, it just comes from not being able to perform, which mm-hmm. I'm performing soon. More details about that later. But not being able to just do things with people and I, you know what I really miss is sitting down, having a bowl, and having deep conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Granted, we can do that with a mask, but not a lot of people want to get together and be close like that. Hopefully, you know, Miracle Joe will get it done. I you thought know. it was supposed to be all over last April, but... Right. You know. Well, that's what <laughs> Fauci said. <laughs> they just ran with it. Now they're saying... They had two different... Anyway. Yeah, why are we doing this? Okay. Okay. Wow. This has been... This is a wild ride. It's been a fun conversation, I think. It has been. It's been a great conversation with Amber. Our ADHD is showing like crazy that we are all over the place. That's true. I'm trying to hold my pee and... (laughs) talk and remember what i'm supposed to say and the ginkgo hasn't set in yet so if you have a question or a comment for our guest amber today you can reach us email us at gabangirltime at gmail.com yes you can find me at gabangirltime on instagram and i am bratty von beaverhausen on instagram you can find both of us on tiktok Yes, I am Gavin Gale time again. I like to stay on brand. I am Bruce Tonsils, though, because I am always 
bruised tonsils yeah, above everything else. Bruised on this show, but I forget. BT. BT. That's what everybody calls me. BT. BT. Very cool. We thank you guys so much for listening. We're humbled that people do. We're super humbled that people come on and say they fan girl us, which is. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, God, who the fuck likes me? <laughs> they don't. It's. <laughs> It's so true. All right, we're leaving this bitch. (laughs) We thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time.